I'm really excited about making music accessible. Music is often considered a bit elite. And I have seen over and over that it's often the parents or the people that have got extra cash that can afford it. So what I'm hoping to do is the knowledge that I have gleaned with nearly, what, 20 years of teaching already. I'm wanting to put that together and make it accessible for people. So I've got students that come and their parents are paying. We're going over the same thing over and over again. I don't mind that because we all learn at different paces from an adult perspective is, oh, your parents are throwing away this money. What I'm looking forward to in the next six months and moving forward is I'm, I'm really wanting to make music accessible where you can have that teacher and you just press play and then I can continue to coach you that way. It's not going to cost you extra money, but you're going to get the skills that you need to get the foundation to move you into having a musical future that is quite solid. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. We're here with Rebecca McCarthy, who is a co-author with Pat Masidi in the book, Pardon Me, I'm Prospering. And her website is chatwithbeck.com. That's B-E-C. So chatwithbeck.com. And Rebecca McCarthy is a music coach, and she is all about you experiencing your greater success and acting despite the fear and just becoming the best possible version of yourself and charging forward and just acting with courage. So we're going to be talking about what all that means as far as you and your self-personal development as, as well as what Rebecca has accomplished. So Rebecca, glad to be speaking with you. Oh, Robert, thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. And it's wonderful to have you here. So what is your current passion, your focus? What drives you? What gets you up in the morning these days? Great question. Look, I'm a musician. I love making music and I love inspiring other people to also tap into their creativity. I believe everybody has been designed to create and it, a lot of people don't realize that. So it's my passion just to help lead them in a very gentle way to say, hey, you've got this, you can do this. There's a message, there's music on the inside of you that you can give to the world. So I'm passionate about that. All ages, I'm, I'm a teacher. I love teaching and just seeing the lights come on and just people connecting with their abilities and yeah. That creative expression. I really, I really love it. Awesome. And we always hear that saying, don't die with your music inside of you. And when you're mentioning about this, yeah, and there's this thing with creativity and music, and there's so much connected to music, right? There's like the mathematics, there's the stress, <laughs> there's this idea of bettering yourself and like hitting the wall and not really getting it until you mm -hmm. do. And so with all of that's going on, how do we apply that practically? Like when you have one of these like music students, where do they usually at? Are they someone that do they want to succeed? Do they want to learn an instrument? Do they resist? What's the starting point with the typical student you come across? Uh, honestly, it's so diverse. You'll have students that come and I've got a 60 year old. She's wanting to learn to just keep her mind active. So she stepped in and she's one of the most motivated. Her progress because of her motivation has been phenomenal. So when you've got students that they are all in and they come with that mindset, it's very easy to work with them. But then on the other side of the spectrum, I have the privilege of working with kids that have ADHD and have been labeled and they really struggle to focus. Confidence is quite low. And I've seen such progress. It's not fast, it's not accelerated, but what I've seen through music is their confidence growing, their skill set increasing. And yeah, it, it's just, look, it takes a long time like when you're working with those kids, but I'm beginning to see their focus, their joy and their buy-in into music is increasing. And that's wonderful. And what I'm passionate about, like you said, with the maths, that there's um, a lot of crossover, that um, music has the ability, and there's a lot of research, Robert, that talks about how when you play an instrument, it's actually like a full brain workout. And so a lot of children that struggle with these things, 
if there's not enough pathways connecting across the full brain, but music, when we play an instrument, not just listen, when we play, that's actually helping create that for a student or for anybody. So I'm seeing that the focus that they are beginning to exhibit in their lessons, which they didn't have at the start, is going to translate into all other learning areas. And the truth is, if we don't have focus, if we can't get our children to focus or anyone to focus, we're not going to succeed. So I really, I see it as a very gentle way to help upskill people and get them moving where they might be stuck in their learning. Music is a great way to just unblock that and clear the way, give them the confidence, give them those skills, give them that, that increased mental ability to be able to do and release all of their potential. So yeah, I've got Robert at the whole spectrum. Those were the full buy-in and then those that are a bit resistant, but with patience and encouragement, they get there. Everybody can. Wonderful. And that's great to hear that music is this tool that has all these benefits, right? You're mentioning about mm -hmm. joy and focus and especially the brain workout for yeah. these extreme ages. If you're elderly, if you're up in the years, it's good to work the brain so that way you can keep things active. But also if you're a young child and you mm -hmm. are just developing, it's good to have kind of the a handle early on things like ADHD or other learning abilities. So that's wonderful to hear. And so as far as you and your personal journey, how did you get into this? Were you the kind of person where you, you love music from a young age? Did you always want to be a music teacher? Or how did you get to point A to point B? How did you get to where you are now? Yeah, I think lots of twists and turns. Like I, my mom, when, when, um, she was thinking about, I'm a twin. So she was wanting to get us girls into learning an instrument. And there was a lady that said, whatever instrument you want your child to learn, have it in the house. And that's actually how we began. And that's just wise advice I now give to parents or anyone, whatever instrument you are passionate about or think you might like to learn, have it in the house. Um, because there'll be a natural going to. So that's how I started. I didn't really think much of it. I went along to my lessons. I was really happy when I finished because I obviously I was one of those that didn't do too much practice. But I, I got sent on the path of just doing exams, which I did. And that actually, in hindsight, that set me up for when I moved to Australia and then I finished my schooling. And then I wanted to actually continue in music. And if I hadn't have done all of that prep work from grade one, grade two, grade three, all the way through, I wouldn't have actually been in a position, but to step into university. But I think, and that's sometimes the decisions that parents make for us and that we just keep saying yes and we don't quit. That it was the decision of my parents to give me that opportunity that I was able when the time came for me to step into university and take it further. But it, it wasn't something that I always thought that, yes, I'm going to do this. But over time, I found my passion for it grew. And I think that's with a lot of us, that some of us might have a burning passion to begin with, but other of us, it's a slow burn. And for me, it's just got brighter. And the ability to take what I've got and give to others, that's very much what fuels me. And I, Robert, I'm an example of someone, if I can do this, honestly, anybody can. My journey was that I was blessed with this incredible ability and talent. I've developed it and I've worked at it, and that's given me an edge in the teaching space. I can connect with anyone and help get them going. I've got the patience for it. But I love it. It's, yeah, so my journey, twists and turns and key people along the way that have helped encourage me. And I'm hoping that I'm one of those people to, to my students. Those journeys that go on twists and turns are more interesting. We've all been in a, in a wooded area and we have to knuckle down and really be careful about every single turn versus okay. if we're on the, a desert road and we see exactly straight and we're like, can I just 
hit the the gas pedal and just fast forward the next two hours and just get past it so that the twists and turns are make life interesting and and I'm okay. just yeah, and so i'm I'm hanging on to some of these lessons that you're mentioning here, like you mentioned a few minutes ago about how important it is to take action and to participate, right? And so it's not enough to just listen to music, but also to participate and to play an instrument and to just figure some of these things out. And and also there's something that you said there about just how when you were young, you did some of your music and then you picked it up later. And, and that those young years may maybe strengthen the muscle slightly so that way when it came time to pursue your passion later, you already had the fundamentals built up. And that just seems like a good lesson of when we're young to jump into some of these opportunities. And if there are oh, these... Yeah like clubs in school that we can join or extracurriculars, just try these things out because there are many things in life where it works both ways. There are things that you think maybe you want to do. And when you try them, you think, hey, that's that profession is not for me. And then the opposite can be true. You might join the drama club or the music club and we exactly. jump into it saying, what am I doing here? But then you try it out and it actually pays off later. And these things are wonderful to think about and especially wonderful to think about are the missteps, are the failures, are the pain. So do you have any fun sort of story to share with us about maybe your past like mistakes or regrets or like just struggles that you came out of? Because those are always fun, right? To look back in hindsight and say, man, I was really stressed out at this point. So what comes to mind if I, when I ask you about this? Oh my gosh. So I had to do art state puts when I was studying, when I was in school. And I'm not a performer. So you get people that they're either performers or teachers, and some are both. I can perform, I can do what I need to do, but it's not a passion. I get too nervous. But I remember one time I had to go and perform something and I lost my place right in the middle of when I was performing. And then it was just one of those times I had to think on your feet, quickly get back into it and then finish. I look at that and I think it's not a bad thing. It wasn't a pleasant experience. I can laugh about it now. But it's, I can now tell my students that it's not the end of the world. Nothing's going to stop. The very fact that we've had the courage to step into a space that we might have been fearful of is actually building us up as a person and building that resilience and that courage to face life with a positive attitude and to keep moving through obstacles. So I'm a big encourager because we can't give what we haven't done. And because I've been in that space, I'm now authentically able to encourage other people who might be like me, that they don't want to do the exams. They don't want to get up in front of people and share their gifts with others. I understand that. But I can also come from a place that say, when you do, it's not the end of the world. We're not after perfection. We're after progress. And every time we face our fear and we move forward and just take that step, that take that next step of action, we're going to come out the other side better than if we just held back. Yeah. Performing, I've got a few of those sort of situations, but yeah, it makes us stronger. It makes us stronger. I, I love that. And I agree that it does. It's almost, let's say there was like, there's like a permanent filing cabinet of yourself and your life, right? And there's like these skills and these areas where you have strengths and weaknesses. And then in, in life, in the day to day, you go about these projects and these activities and you might have some kind of a, a career or a job or a school assignment or a concert or something. And you might grow from it and you might make small mistakes that, who are we kidding? No one really notices, only we do. And then you toughen yourself up. And these are things that kind of go back into that permanent filing cabinet. And it may be a little bit stressful, a little bit of a stretch for you. But in the long term, all of these life experiences really just build you up and make you a stronger and a better yeah, person. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it's it's wonderful to to think about. And so in all of your 
journeys in all of your adventures and, and your personal adventures and your teaching. Is there, are there any surprises that you feel like sharing with us? Has anything like just surprised you as far as uh, what you've come across or as far as yourself, or your personal growth? Just what comes to mind there as far as the surprises? I'm now in a teaching space where I'm not just doing piano. I'm doing a lot of different instruments and there's different reasons for that. And I think for me, that was surprising that I always pigeonholed myself as just piano. That's what I do. But I've actually diversified. And that's something that I've seen like with a lot of musicians who've got the skills. If you get, just get the music skills. And then we are honestly able to apply it to other instruments. And that's what I found in my case. So guitar, ukulele, recorder, just a lot, obviously singing. But that surprised me because I thought when I was at uni, always focusing on piano, that was going to be it. So looking back now, it's a pleasant surprise to go, wow, I've been able to add these other instruments. And Robert, I've just started because I've got to the opportunity to be working with a strings program, violins, violas, cellos. Guess who's learning violin? You are. Exactly. So it's fun. It's like there's, there's just this opportunity. And it's so different, like the connecting of an instrument. It's different to piano. It's, it's been surprising, like how different instruments can join different parts of our experience and our expression. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm learning with the year threes and they love having me learning with them, but it's, I've got, I know all the musical stuff. That's easy. It's just not getting the technical, which won't take too long, but that's been a beautiful surprise that we can take our knowledge and put it and apply it to other instruments. Yeah. That happens many times in life, right? Where you pick up these sort of life skills or career skills, and then you might move over into whether it's some other instrument or some other career, and it might not be 100% transferable, but you say I'm a lot further ahead as far as these skills I picked up here. And there might be some relearning, but I'm not starting from scratch. I may be in like 50 or 80% of the way there. So that's, it's wonderful to think about in many different contexts. And so as far as your future, what are you looking forward to? Like you've done all these things and you've done all these twists and turns that we've talked about. But what is ahead for you in the next six months, two years, five years? Yeah, thanks for that. I'm actually really excited about making music accessible. One thing that I've seen is that music is often considered a bit elite. And I have seen over and over that it's often the parents or the people that have got extra cash that can afford it. So in, in my space, what I'm really hoping to do is the knowledge that I have gleaned with nearly, what, 20 years of teaching already. I'm wanting to put that together and make it accessible for people. And Robert, the truth is I've got students that come and their parents are paying. We're going over the same thing over and over again. And I don't mind that because we all learn at different paces, but actually from an adult perspective is all oh, your parents are throwing away this money. So what I'm looking forward to in the next six months and moving forward is I'm, I'm really wanting to make music accessible where you can have that teacher and you just press play. And then I can continue to coach you that way. It's not going to cost you extra money. But you're going to get the skills that you need to get the foundation to move you into having a musical, a musical future that is quite solid. So that's, I want to make music available for everybody. And I think that's, yeah, that what I'm wanting to do. That is a noble goal to make it where it's not tied to money, where it's not just a nice to have, it is a must have. So that way you can connect. And it can connect in all these areas that we're talking about. There's things to think about as far as the emotional control. We mentioned things like yeah. the, the mathematics and like the personal perseverance, but there's also like these aspects of leadership and courage and just all these things that come along with, with music and with performing and with being part of a team. It's wonderful and definitely it feels like it 
and many times it takes a back seat in the education and the curriculum sometimes mm -hmm. focuses on the science or on the sports and many times the music seems oh that's a little like a fun part of culture but it seems to be like it's it should be just ingrained in what we do that's and so yeah it's it should be in the foreground it should just be part of everything and so if yeah, someone wants to when someone wants to join you on this journey when you say you want to make music accessible what does that mean exactly? Are we talking about like online videos or Zoom lessons or how does someone hook up with you as far as this accessible music teaching? Yeah, thanks for that, Roman. The way that you'll do it is go to chatwithbeck.com. We'll have a 15-minute conversation where I'll be able to see what your needs are, what your wants are, what your dreams are like in music. I think a lot of times we haven't given ourselves permission or time to dream. What do I want to get out of music? So we'll have a bit of a chat and then I'll be able to fit you with a package that I've got very quickly with talking about making music accessible. I'm currently working with about 30 students and they don't have the means. So this is through the school, but so it's accessible because the parents are paying for the school fees. But what I've done in the music is I've got all 32 of them playing guitar. So all of them are now leaving after 10, 11 weeks of being able to play a very simple chord progression. And so when we have a chat, if it's chatwithbeck.com, when we have a chat, I'll be able to match you up to what's going to help the best fit. If you want to do guitar, if you want to do keys, if you want to do a mix of both. And in, and in those packages, it's just going to be giving, walking you through the skills that you need, because a lot of times, a lot of programs just rush through the basics. So I'll be there every step of the way to help just talk you through, demonstrate, give you opportunity to practice as well. So by the time the recording finishes, you're actually getting better and better at it. And then you can go back and keep prep and play until it becomes more fluent. There's a lot of different ways that we learn, Robert. So there'll be the visual, there'll be the oral, but then there's the actual physical um, muscle memory. So if we're doing it on, on the piano or on guitar, they'd be wanting to give our muscles a chance to actually retain that information. So with what I love to do is just take that space. If people have allowed me just to be their tutor, to be their coach, I will be taking that space for their muscles, their brains, their processing um, abilities to absorb the knowledge that they need to move forward. Yeah, chatwithbeck.com, get in touch. We'll have a 15-minute chat. It'd be lovely to meet a lot of people and just see how best I can serve them. Wonderful. And you're so right, Rebecca, that we learn in these different ways. And sometimes it takes these combined methods of repetition, like there's the visual and the oral, but then also that muscle memory. And anyone who has ever driven a car or has even run a short distance knows exactly what we're talking about, how you can yeah. see or you muscle can read or you can study all day long, but actually making the movements and doing the steps just takes it helps so much. And what also helps is having one of these conversations. So if you yourself out there in podcast land are maybe struck or are stuck or directionless or just say, I need a little bit more help to figure out uh, how to get to where I want to go on my musical journey. It is time now to go to chatwithbeck.com. That is C-H-A-T-W-I-T-H-B-E-C.com, chatwithbeck.com to schedule that quick appointment to discuss your music goals, to figure out the best way forward in your creative development, go ahead, do it right now. Go to chatwithbeck.com. And as we're wrapping up our conversation here, Rebecca, we've talked about so many different kind of deep thoughts and ideas, but it's always fun to distill it down into just one single cap on the conversation. So if I ask you about if any sort of quote, moral, or lesson just floats to the top of your mind right now for us to just really end our conversation on a high note, what would you say as far as a quote, moral, or lesson? 
honestly, so simple. It's just give it a go. If you're sitting on a dream, just give it a go. Don't try to work everything out. Just give it a go. Lovely. I know just, it doesn't sound very profound, but just give it a go. And it, it's as simple as it needs to be. So wonderful. So give it a go by going to chatwithbeck.com and we will see you there. Rebecca McCarthy, co-author in Pardon Me, I'm Prospering. Wonderful speaking with you. Lovely speaking with you. Thanks so much, Robert. <laughs>